So without further ado, let's get into this week's episode. As we all know over here, Hollywood and scandals go hand in hand. And if the last few years have proven anything to us, so does Hollywood and conspiracy theories, okay? So Hollywood, you know, it's a place, it's a nasty, nasty place that was built upon a bed of hidden truths, hush money, lavish parties, gossip, You know, the entertainment industry has always been far from squeaky clean. In this week's episode, we are going to be taking a look at some of the curses, conspiracies and covert operations in Hollywood's history that honestly blew my mind. From premature deaths happening like clockwork, hidden messages weaved within movie scripts and alleged cursed sets. Fasten your tinfoil hats and let's go down the rabbit hole of the cursed and the conspiratorial world of Hollywood. So Stanley Kubrick is known as a director for his Easter eggs, so to speak, and purposeful and meaningful visual references laced and littered throughout all of his movies. You know, his stories within stories are basically what has led to him being such a renowned cult classic director, one of many reasons, should I say. And, you know, there are Kubrick scholars and they are known to claim that nothing in a Kubrick movie is by accident. Everything is purposeful and everything can and should be examined under, you know, a pretty big microscope. This has left us with a body of work that has been dissected again and again and again. But did you know that Stanley Kubrick was also an avid tinfoil hat wearer? The man loved a conspiracy theory because he was allegedly an obsessive person who was always drawn to the underbelly of society and hidden truths and, you know, as I said, stories within stories where, you know, the story you read initially may not be the story that is trying to be portrayed to you. And this is something he brought into his films. He would lace his films with little elements to help the viewer read the story within his film. And today we are going to be talking about some of the conspiracy theories surrounding him and his work. First off, we're going to be talking about The Shining. I mean, The Shining is an incredible movie. I'm pretty sure everyone will have seen The Shining. In the movies I talked about today, I'm not going to give away too many spoilers. We'll obviously be talking about the, uh, the plot to an extent, but... I'm going to leave a lot of the biggest moments for you to figure out because there's really nothing, there's no podcast about a movie that can really um, describe the feeling and the mood and the vibe that you get when watching one of Kubrick's films, especially the two that we're going to be discussing today. So, The Shining. There are many, many theories about this movie. We're going to talk about three conspiracy theories surrounding it. And then we're going to move on to other Kubrick movies which could have had him scouted by NASA or killed. Theory number one about The Shining is that the story within the story is about the Native American genocide. So this theory comes from television correspondent and author Bill Blakemore. The movie. What's the movie about? If you've never seen it, it follows a family, uh, Wendy, Jack and their little son Danny, who take a job to look over the Overlook Hotel 
over wintertime in its off season. It's obviously a novel by Stephen King and Kubrick apparently bought the rights to it I think a year after the the novel came out. So he was obsessed with it from the get-go. As I said, Kubrick was a known obsessive guy. So in the movie, but not in the Stephen King novel, the Overlook Hotel is said to be built on a Native American graveyard. There are Native American artifacts and designs littered throughout the hotel. For example, in the hotel's pantry, you see um, Calmet baking powder. The Calumet baking powder prominently features a Native American chief on the cover of it, which could be alluding to, you know, the commodification of, you know, the Native American while ignoring the dark history behind it. Calumet also means peace pipe. And the cans could symbolize the broken peace pipe between the pilgrims and the Native Americans. If you remember also, there's a scene in the film where they get a tour of the whole hotel and they get brought into the pantries and the fridges and they get shown all of the food. Now, apart from this baking powder, which isn't really pointed out in the film, they are shown and told about all the different kind of meats and dinners that they have there. They mention steak, hamburgers and turkey. And this is believed to be a nod to the Thanksgiving dinner and, you know, classically American food. So obviously steak and hamburgers are like the real American stuff, but the turkey is symbolic of Thanksgiving. Now, obviously this was, you know, a symbol of the first meal that the pilgrims had with a native population that they met. And this is when they had, you know, a peaceful time. But right after this peaceful time of Thanksgiving was genocide and a massive wave of disease that was brought to the American people that came over with the pilgrims. So this is kind of seen as a nod to, yes, there was some peace and what is it to be American? One of the most famous scenes, I mean, definitely the most famous scene, although it's hard to pick one, of The Shining is the blood scene. And if you've seen the movie, you know what I'm talking about, okay? Is where we see tons of real blood pummeling down a hallway, but it is terrifying and one of the reasons why this is terrifying and it's it is a method that Stanley Kubrick uses he was acutely aware of how sound could affect someone's viewing of a film the scene is completely silent it is a silent nightmare so to speak violent and silent just like many believe the silent genocide of the Native Americans and not only it being silent but People not talking about it, a dark aspect to American history that Americans need to realise. You know, this is a scene where Danny is faced with this violence and once he sees it, he can't unsee it. 